This is how Shinzen Young describes himself, word for word. I'm a Jewish-American Buddhist-informed mindfulness teacher who got turned on to comparative mysticism by an Irish Catholic priest who has since developed a Burmese-Japanese fusion practice inspired by the spirit of quantified science. I believe that priest that he learned from rode a motorcycle as well. It's Tuesday, December 6th, and you're listening to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. This is a live talk show that takes place on TikTok weekdays at noon Pacific time. We explore techniques and modalities that are proven to improve both our mental and physical health, like meditation, breathwork, mindfulness, and more. We also bring on guests who have expertise in a wide range of wellness topics and protocols. And finally, we explore the stories of people throughout history who have used the power of their minds and breath to overcome adversity and accomplish amazing feats. So join us on this exploration of the human experience as we find out what it means to breathe and think better. Today we're talking about Shin Zen Young and his method of natural pain relief through mindfulness. Let's hop right into today's conversation. Hey, Jake. Hello, Danny. How you doing today? I just spilled coffee on my desk, but other than that, I'm pretty calm. <laughs> Got to adapt an equanimous attitude to the spilled coffee, right? I'm equanimous right now, yes. <laughs> That's all we can ask. Hello to everybody who's joining us right now. This is Breathe and Think Better Live. We're a live TikTok talk show that talks about ways to improve our happiness and find fulfillment in our lives. We talk a lot about meditation, mindfulness, and breath work. And today we're really kind of diving in on someone who really influences a lot of what we do. And you can get that directly from the video that we just made and put out on the Breathe Blue Door page. But this man's name is Shin Zen Young. And we're going to be talking about a little bit about who he is. And then we're talking specifically today about his method for natural pain relief. And we're going to dive into that. Shenzhen might be one of the smartest people I've ever been in the presence of. Marrying mindfulness and science together poetically. Jake introduced me to Shenzhen Young when he started reading his book, The Science of Enlightenment. And then Jake actually did a, a retreat, which we've talked about on the show quite a bit, uh, with Shenzhen Young. And I'm just starting to dive in to Shenzhen Young. So this is it's exciting for me because already out of the small snippets and interviews that I've read, I'm hooked. And uh, I'm really excited to read both of his books and, and kind of further dive in. Yeah, it all started with the science of enlightenment. His, that was the first book of his that I read. And then I emailed their unified mindfulness team and joined them for eight days doing a meditation retreat. And that was, that was very intense. That was um, 18 hours a day of meditation. And intensity kind of is emanated from Shinzen Young and almost everything that he does in the interviews that I've that I've watched and and the things that I've read, you can get that from him. And and that I mean that comes from a little bit from his background, which we'll dive into in a minute, so you guys can kind of get an idea of who of who this guy is. And then we'll take a look at his his remedies for relief releasing sorry relieving pain. And uh, he does this through mindfulness. Yeah, and and when you talk to him. He's intense, but he's also very light and open at the same time. So I think the intensity comes from just the incredible feats that he's done and just like what we have going into a conversation with him. But then, you know, when he, he was sitting and watching me meditate, 
through a Zoom call. And I actually felt super comfortable with him on the call while he was guiding me. So that's definitely the vibe that I got from watching his interviews. Like he jokes around and he's uh, and his his wittiness, you know, lends itself to he has an awesome sense of humor and he's just he's very entertaining to listen to. But you can tell like this guy, this guy's no joke. You know, he he's dedicated his life to this and he's extremely well informed on all aspects of mindfulness, meditation, all the different disciplines. He speaks what six different languages I think he teaches in. Yeah, he te- he can teach in six different languages and the you can tell he has such a deep understanding of the Asian languages where the original meditation practices have stemmed from. So he can explain things so well and also in six different languages. So it's really cool because, I mean, in our culture, we don't have words to describe like heart-mind. There's words for that in other cultures. Like, have you ever heard the term heart-mind? Like I hadn't. And he talks about that in some of his interviews, how, you know, he started learning Chinese when he was in junior high, like Mandarin Chinese. And then he started learning Sanskrit, which is the, the, the Buddhist language, you know, also in high school. So he's, he's been at this for a while. Uh, let, let's, let's explain to everyone a little bit about Shenzhen's background, and then we'll, we'll start exploring his natural pain relief, uh, because I think that's something that everyone can really resonate with. All of us know someone who's in pain. It could be ourselves. It could be a loved one, a friend, a coworker, someone. And these techniques we're going to go over today can really help with, uh, with this. So Shenzhen Young is Amer- an American mindfulness teacher and a neuroscience research consultant. Uh, as we talked a little bit about, he he started studying Asian languages early, uh, junior high and high school, and then he majored in them at UCLA. And he entered a PhD program after that in Buddhist studies at the University of Wisconsin. And then as a part of that research, he went on to live as a Shingong, which is a, a Japanese monk for three years. And that was at Mount Koya, Japan. And that's where he received his name Shinzen. So he's also written uh, two books. He's got The Science of Enlightenment, which we talked a little bit about earlier. That's the book that really inspired Jake. And then we've got Natural Pain Relief, which is the book that we're kind of going over a synopsis of today. So that's what we're going to be speaking of. And then one last thing I'd like to include. This is how Shinzen Young describes himself, word for word. I'm a Jewish-American Buddhist-informed mindfulness teacher who got turned on to comparative mysticism by an Irish Catholic priest who has since developed a Burmese-Japanese fusion practice inspired by the spirit of quantified science. And that gives you a snapshot into this guy. Like he, he has been taking all of these pieces throughout his life and putting them together in this really, really fascinating puzzle that we're just starting to get a picture of by going over his work. I believe that priest that he learned from rode a motorcycle as well. (laughs) That just makes it that much better. (laughs) So kind of taking a look, what Jake and I did is we we read this natural relief paper. Um, We haven't read or I haven't read the natural pain book, but he, he had this breakthrough essay. And that's what Jake and I have been going over the last few days, kind of dissecting. And that's what we're going to be sharing with you today. And inside of this is is real actionable items that you can that you can either take yourself or pass on to someone who you know who's dealing with pain and this is both acute pain and chronic pain you know it could be you've got a broken bone or it could be you're suffering from a long-term illness these techniques and methods apply to both and that's one of the things that i found most fascinating yeah he uses his unified mindfulness technique 
to break down the pain and almost lean into the pain. Because let's say you have a physical pain, like let's say you break your arm and there's a physical pain in your arm. When you pay close enough attention to that physical pain in your arm, it starts to turn into vibrations. It starts to expand and contract. And he uses the methods of the basics of mindfulness, which is concentration, sensory clarity, and equanimity to lean into that pain. So you're no longer suffering. You're just feeling the pain for what it is, which is sensation. And he, he uses a mathemati- mathematical formula, which I, which I love. You know, I'm not a huge math guy, but I'm a science nerd, and I appreciate his marriage of, of science and, and spirituality. So he, he says that most people equate suffering with pain, but suffering is, is not pain. They are separate. And suffering is a function of two variables, not just one. Suffering is pain and then resistance. So he uses S, suffering, equals pain times resistance. So S equals P times R. Now think about this for a minute. Think about a time when you experience pain. So for me, I broke my collarbone. That's probably the most painful thing that's ever happened to me. The pain was really bad for for weeks, but it was really the resistance that I was experiencing that was causing my suffering. I was thinking about mainly the fact that I couldn't snowboard anymore, right? I broke my collarbone snowboarding. It's one of my favorite things to do on the planet. I knew I was done for the rest of the season. And that was causing me suffering because I was resisting that, that instead of accepting, I was resisting and going, I can't do this, you know, that sucks. I, oh, now I'm going to miss this. I can't do that. And I was kind of wallowing, you know, and, and that's all this resistance that he's talking about to the pain. Yeah. So when you have pain and resistance and you can find the, the line of clarity between them. So for example, let's say you have a headache. You also have the mental chatter going off in your head while you have the headache. And if you can't clarify between those two, that chatter is going to keep telling you that you shouldn't have a headache, that something's wrong with you, that you have a headache. When the reality of the situation is you just have a headache. That's what you have. That mental chatter is separate. And when you separate the two, they don't spiral out of control. And that's where his mindfulness technique really comes in and, and starts to shine light on how you do this, right? Because we can talk up and down all day about, you know, this imaginary way that you get rid of pain, but he's laying it out really step by step how you're using mindfulness, which if you're new to the show, mindfulness is a focused awareness on the present moment, right? So it's really tuning into what's going on. And then he uses the sensory clarity, which we've also talked about and demonstrated many times on the show together. So you're developing this concentration power of being able to notice the pain and then notice your resistance, which like Jake said, that's the mental chatter, whatever, however it's manifesting. You notice those as two separate instances. And once you're able to do that and develop that concentration power, then you can move forward into this, what, what he calls purification. Right. And, and so the purification comes from, he talks about the different flavors of purification. So if you go back to like the aesthetic practices, let's use the example of the Native Americans and doing like the rain dance. They're, what they're doing is they're actually doing an aesthetic practice to purify their minds because they've been going through so much heat and it's terrible. And what they'll actually do is they lean into that moment so much that there's a flavor of purification where you're no longer suffering from the heat. You feel the pain from the heat, but pain and suffering are, are separate. 
And one of those flavors of purification that he talked about in this essay is the good feeling that comes when you are experiencing painful feelings in a skillful way. And what that means to me in my life, so luckily, and, and I'm very thankful that I don't suffer from chronic pain, but I suffered from emotional and psychological pain, just like every other human being on the planet, right? And I've experienced this flavor of purification in the sense of my frustration. So frustration is one of the things that I suffer from a lot. And I've, I've felt this flavor of purification when I can recognize that I'm getting frustrated and then just make this make the decision to not be frustrated because it really is that simple and you do get this like this this good feeling you're like yeah that's the meditation it's working you know and that's and th- that's one of the flavors of purification he talks about is is you when you get to this level you can experience these negative emotions and negative feelings in a skillful way and that's what he's talking about working towards here yeah i remember when i was younger and i used to get chronic inflammation before I kind of figured that all out from rheumatoid arthritis. And whenever I would get over the fact that I'd have inflammation, like that I was like 17 and I couldn't play sports and, and do all the physical activities, whenever I'd get over that fact, it's so empowering to just feel that pain because the pain is never stagnant. When you're really feeling the pain, it's expanding and contracting, it's vibrating, it's pulsing, you're feeling heat and temperature and pressure. When you're actually just feeling that and you're not suffering, it's empowering. It really is empowering. And then when it eventually does go away, because what arises does fall away, that's the flavor of purification that Shenzhen's talking about. That's that aha moment where you just went through that pain and you came out the other side. That creates real energy. So we've 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 kind of talked about how it's mindfulness, right? That is what Shenzhen Young is advocating as his natural pain relief. And we kind of explained a little bit about how to do that. If you're sitting here listening and you're like, but I, I need step-by-step instructions. So at the end of the show, we will do a guided uh, meditation practice that can help with this. But also go back and listen to some of the older episodes of Breathe and Think Better podcast. We've talked a lot about this specific technique and how you develop this sensory clarity. So we're not going to spend as much time on that today because we have talked about that a lot. We're going to keep kind of going down and dissecting what Shinzen has to say about this because it's so fascinating. So I want to bring up this point, Jake. We talked a little bit about resistance, right? He talks about two kinds of resistance, conscious resistance and unconscious resistance. So we can think about this in our own lives. Conscious resistance is kind of what what I was talking about with the broken collarbone, right? I, I, I can't snowboard. I can't do this. I can't do that. We're, we're conscious of those thoughts and they cause us suffering. But there's this other part, this unconscious resistance. And the way he explains it is subconsciously, we kind of dig ourselves into a rut and we might not even be aware that that's happening and that's causing us suffering too. And the way that you kind of recognize that unconscious uh, resistance is through, again, the see, hear, feel technique and gaining that clarity because you can't be aware of what's happening in your mind if you don't have this sense of concentration and, and clarity. Yeah, when you tune into what's happening, that's how you gain the clarity. You concentrate on your sensory experience, on what you see, hear, and feel. And that's what helps you dissect it. Through Shinzen's mindfulness technique, he actually uses a noting technique 
to help dissect it. So whether you're seeing mental image or the physical scene, you just note that as seeing. And, and whether you're hearing sounds in the environment or the mental chatter in your head, you note that as hearing. And whether you're feeling the air on your skin or emotions running through your body, you'll note that as feeling. At first, this seems crazy because like you're seeing, hearing, feeling, it's all happening so fast. But after a while, it starts to slow down. And then you realize the impermanent nature of everything happening. And, and that's what Shinzen talks about when he, when he talks about living life in a, in a deeper way, seeing more into each moment. And it's really, I mean, it's quite logical the way it works. It's very similar to like a physical exercise routine. I mean, think about going to the gym and you're doing, you know, tricep exercise, you're doing bicep exercise, you're doing chest. It's the same with the see, hear, feel technique where every time you're noticing a sound and then, you know, noting that that's a sound, you're strengthening those muscles of concentration, those neural pathways in the brain to recognize and decipher and, and clearly identify sounds. And then, of course, you can go down with same with with thoughts. So the more times you do this, the more you're developing those neural pathways and the ability for your brain to recognize each individual sensation with clarity. And so it's really just like a physical fitness routine. It's a mental fitness routine and, and it works in the same way. Yeah. It's like when you see something, you can't unsee it, you know, like, or the old example of like when you get a new car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere on the road. Well, if you pay attention to your sensory experience, you'll see more because you're just training yourself to pay attention to it. It's the same thing like a gratitude exercise. The reason why it works is because you're writing down things you're grateful for. You're going to remember those things. You're going to see those things. You're going to have that toolbox of things that you're working with when you need it. Another thing he says in this essay that, that really captured my attention was, so we already mentioned this, but I'll say it again. What people call pain is actually a combination of pain and resistance, right? So we're, what we're used to as pain, it's actually two things. It's pain and resistance. It's not just pain. And then what people call pleasure is actually a combination of true pleasure and grasping. And I thought that that was fascinating. And, and I kind of, that made me stop reading and sit back and, and think about the things that I find pleasurable. And there's definitely a lot of grasping in there. The first thing I thought about was I, I love food. I'm Italian and Portuguese. Food's a huge part of my culture growing up. And uh, out in California, California burritos, one of the most delicious things you can get to eat. And when I'm sitting there eating my burrito and I'm just in that moment of pleasure, I'm grasping, you know, on because I want that burrito to last. I don't want it to go away, right? And we find this, I know that example's funny, but think about the things you, that you find in your life, even relationships. You're grasping, holding on. You don't want it to end. And that actually prevents us from experiencing true pleasure in the same way that that resistance and the pain is, is preventing us from overcoming the pain and, and we're just wallowing in suffering. It's this, it's that, that metaphor is the same. It works both ways. It's very interesting when you pay attention to your experience, your entire day, you're grasping towards lunch and dinner. You're averting uncomfortable conversations. You're resisting like simple things like oh, I'm at my desk right now. I don't even want to get up and walk to the bathroom. Like, like there's things like you're all day long, we're doing it. And when we practice becoming mindful of this, like it's like first we catch that we're doing it. And then we make adjustments by sending our attention back to our sensory experience. 
what we see here and feel. And then when you start to make adjustments and concentrate on it and you do it with this cool attitude where it's like, all right, you know, everything feels like it's burning down right now, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just my mind telling me another story. Like it's all good. Like I'm just going to focus on my sensory experience. I'm going to do it with equanimity. I'm going to gain clarity and it's just going to keep getting better. I love the, the example, like, oh, everything's burning. It reminds me of that meme. There's like a dog sitting at a coffee table and he's like, this is fine. And the whole place is on fire. But, <laughs> but I mean, the, the mind does that. It doesn't matter how good or bad things are. We're almost always in, in this uh, kind of baseline, wherever our baseline is. And one of the things that meditation does is raises your baseline quite a bit. And I think that if people really think and self-examine a little bit of their lives and how happy or unhappy they've been in the last few years, it's really just like we're kind of in, in a baseline of separate from extreme circumstances, right? Extreme grief, extreme loss. Those are different. I'm talking about just your every average day life. If we can establish a higher baseline, we'll be much happier because it really external circumstances don't have as much to, to do with our happiness as we give them credit for. It's really this internal circumstance that we have control over and that matters the most. And I think that that's what Shenzhen is, is advocating for in this practice. And one of the things I do want to highlight we're talking about natural pain relief using mindfulness. Shenzhen, you know, wants people to understand that this is a long game. This is a long play. This isn't going to work tomorrow. It's not going to work next week. This is the the bottom-up approach to the systemic reduction and eventual, you know, giving up of of all pain and suffering. It's not it's not a quick process. You know, this is a practice. We say that all the time on the show, but what he's giving you here is how to start and how to make your your move towards releasing all the suffering in your lives. And just to make it clear too, Shenzhen's essay on natural pain relief is available. You just type in Shenzhen Young natural pain relief into Google and you'll find his essay. And if you spend a couple hours reading through his essay, it actually will provide some relief. If you're going through something, you need to have the concentration to sit down for a couple hours. You need to have the time to put into it. But if you can do that, it, it will give you relief. Like just reading the wisdom and then, of course, it takes practice to implement it in the, into your everyday life. But just reading the paper one time will give you some relief. Absolutely. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, check the show notes because it'll be in there. And you can, you can click right in. You can read this for yourself and kind of gain some clarity on some of the things we're talking about. And this will not be the last time we talk about Shinzen Young. We're just at the tip of the iceberg here with his teachings and, and the information that he's, he's shared with the world. So, uh, well, actually, tomorrow we will be talking more about Shinzen Young. So if you're, if you're interested in this stuff, tune in tomorrow as well, and, and we will have more for you. But I think, Jake, before we do a practice of our own, one last thing that he mentioned that I want to bring up is right here. So when you're meditating or practicing mindfulness, he said, instead of thinking when you're finished, okay, the meditation's over. Now it's time to go do this. Now it's time to go do that. Instead, think... I have become somewhat more calm and focused. Now my job is to try and preserve that state. And just just going into your meditation or in, with that intention, and then when you leave, 
it's it's a game changer and we talk about we talk about doing this all the time you know every time we practice together we say now try and take this feeling with you you know through your next task for the day so as we get ready to do our practice here i want you to to go with that in mind when we're done we've become a little more common focused and it's our job to try and preserve that as we go into our next task and with that i think we'll kind of lead through a mindfulness meditation here that you can uh, start to use to cultivate this concentration and sensory clarity we've been talking about. You can go ahead and find a comfortable seat. I'm going to find a little, a little more balance in the way that I'm sitting here. Nice straight spine. You want to be alert, but also relaxed here as we begin. If it's safe for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes. And we're going to start with three really relaxed and slow breaths in through the nose, filling up the belly and the chest, and then just letting go at the top of your inhale. Again, in through the nose, fill up the belly and chest and let it go. One more nice and slow. And let go. As you let go on that breath, release all the tension you're holding in your body. Arms and shoulders are slack. Consciously relaxing the muscles in your forehead and your jaw. Releasing the tongue from the roof of your mouth, letting the jaw be nice and loose. Moving down to the shoulders. Wiggle them a little bit and then release the tension there. The whole body as a whole just slackened and loose. I want you to bring your attention to your seat. So noticing with clarity all the sensations that are associated with sitting. How is it that you know you're sitting right now? You feel a chair underneath the seat or the cushion supporting the body. Just noticing these sensations with a sense of kind curiosity and distinct clarity. It's as if these sensations are the only thing in the world right now and you are just observing them with as much detail as possible. Now I want you to gently note these sensations in your mind so feeling yourself sitting just say feeling feeling Now see if you can move your attention in this moment to what you are hearing. Noticing with clear and distinct clarity all the sounds that are available to you. And when you hear a sound, simply observing it, not labeling it or judging it, I want you to just gently note that in your mind, hearing, hearing, hearing. Now I'd like you to open up your eyes 
as a world of color and light kind of comes flying in. Just notice what you're seeing with great detail. Noticing the colors, the way the light is reflecting off of objects in the room. And as you notice this with a sense of kind curiosity and distinct detail, I want you to once again note in your mind, seeing, seeing, seeing. And take one more deep breath in through the nose, filling up the belly and the chest. A big inhale. And then a nice sigh. <sighs> Let it all out there. And remember, we're all a little more calm, a little more focused now. Let's try and preserve that as we go through whatever it is we'll go through for the rest of our day. Thank you for tuning in to Breathe and Think Better Live. And we will see you tomorrow to continue our conversation on Shin Zen Young. Thank you guys very much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Breathe and Think Better podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes of this episode for links to additional information, including Shin Zen Young's essay on natural pain relief. You'll also find free resources, including guided breathwork and meditation exercises. If you want to join our future live events, those links are available in the show notes as well. To learn more about breathwork and meditation, visit breatheandthinkbetter.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow.